On the one hand, you have fintech innovators, and on the other, the platform spaces where they can make magic happen. Who brings them all together? Well, today on Bankadelic, we'll talk with a guy that's doing it, Anil Goyal, the co-founder of CoreServe. From the studios of Karma Productions Worldwide in Chicago, this is Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic. Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance, where we supply expert views, riff on the news, innovate, and investigate actionable insights, unscripted banking with a caffeine kick. I'm your host, Lou Carloso, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, kick up your feet. Here we go. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic, part of the NMD Plus family of podcasts in London, England, and proudly sponsored by the William Mills Agency. Fantastic partners from the word go. And speaking of go, 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 go today, we have Anil Goyal, the co-founder of Courser. In 2009, he started CoreServe and currently provides strategic leadership as the president. He has a deep background in risk management, marketing, technology, and portfolio optimization in payment cards. He has more than 25 years experience in the industry and has worked with top credit card issuers, including American Express, Bank of America, and Citibank. I would say those are top credit card issuers, to be sure. Anil, welcome to Bankadelic. Thank you, Lou. I'm honored to be here. appreciate you making the time. When I think about CoreServe and what you're doing, I always love to get under the hood with founders to bring us to the moment when it's 2009 and usually there is a pain point or an inspiration that gets a company going. What inspired you to found CoreServe? What was the problem or the unmet need in the market that you saw that really needed to be addressed? Yeah, that's a great question, Lou. When we came together in 2009, all the co-founders came from a prior company, you know, that was sold. And we came together as a band and said, let's start it all over again and look at what we have done in the past, how we want our systems to operate, what the gaps are in the industry and where the market need is. And if you think about credit cards, we all are very passionate about it. And it's the payment industry that really drives the economy and credit cards have been around for a long time. And if you think fundamentally, little has changed in terms of how credit cards work. But if you look at all the feature functionality and the capabilities that have been added on credit cards. It serves as a mechanism for all kinds of use cases and all kinds of economic strata and consumers and businesses and corporations and municipalities and governments. So, you know, you've got secured cards on one end with a few hundred dollars a line. You've got commercial cards with millions of dollars a line and anything in between. You can revolve on credit cards, not have to pay your bill right away. You can if you wanted to. You can have rewards, not have rewards, have a lower interest charge. You know, so there's just so much capability and so much innovation that is possible in the credit card industry. And what kept us 
engaging in this scenario, when I talked about technology, we wanted to be the technology shop that enables the flexibility and lowers the implementation cost of getting into credit card business. Fabulous. And that brings us right to 2023, where these issues that you recognized in 2009 are as pertinent as ever. What is new right now with CoreServe in terms of how you're trying to meet this need? What's going on? Tell us. Yeah, I mean, you know, we say that the credit card industry is always evolving. What we have built out, you know, for the last 12, 13 years, we have a really advanced modern technology to be able to provide all feature-rich capabilities to our customers. And we provide that across all the products, consumer businesses, commercial cards, you know, and different types of products. So we've built out a very feature-rich front end to be able to say, okay, if you have a cardholder portal, if you have an administration portal, if you have a customer service portal, behind the scenes, we handle all of that and we have a servicing area as well. So as we got started, we were working with our partner on the processing side and we realized that we needed to build our own processing environment that provides much more flexible account management and processing capability. And so that's what we built out. And now we can say that we have an end-to-end tech stack in terms of being able to customize a credit card program. So we've got the capability that we can leverage from a feature-rich front end. And then we also have the capability that we have architected our processing environment in a way that we can customize literally any kind of program to serve the innovation that the fintechs bring to the market. And we've built out an environment where you can have virtual cards with any kind of control and alerts, integration with multiple different partners, whether it's credit bureaus or KYC providers. And I would say most of all, guidance in terms of, like you mentioned, we've been there, right? And our management team together has, I would say, about 250 years of experience in the credit card industry. So we've seen the ups and downs in the economic environment, and we've seen what works, what doesn't work, which is always evolving. But there's always a perspective that you can draw from the past and provide that guidance. So we are excited about where we are going. Yeah, well excitement and guidance. I think about that in terms of the fintech innovators that you're serving. So on the one side, we have these people who are trying to make something exciting happen on the fintech end. And then on the other side, we have CoreServe and this advanced issuer processing platform. Walk us through how exactly that works, how you're getting that platform to do the ultimate amount of good for people in fintech who are trying to innovate in this card space? Yeah, sure. I'll give you a couple of examples of the fintech that we're working with. One of them is in the healthcare space, and you might have used your HSA card, which you you know contribute to, the employer may contribute towards to. But then sometimes you have a procedure where you know the HSA card balance is not enough and you have to draw from a credit card or you have to get a separate loan. And this FinTech that we're working with came out with an innovative idea where you have the HSA balance and the credit card capability sitting in one platform, one product. And so, you know, if you think about it, when you go to, let's say, get a dental procedure, the card 
is going to draw from the HSA balance first that the employee contributed and then the employer contribution if there is a match. And then you have the credit component that kicks in. So you've got multiple purses here that's associated with one product, one account. So we built out a scenario to handle those in terms of the hierarchy of how that balance you know, is served up and how that transaction gets authorized with all the different controls in the healthcare industry that are needed. So that's pretty innovative in terms of being able to, I think the first of its kind, credit card product that a client is bringing to market. Are the innovators coming to you and they're saying, Anil, we have this idea, we would like to try to create this thing. We know that you guys have a track record. Can you help us build it? Or are you creating these solutions that exist and from there can be customized depending on who the person or client is that you're working with? Yeah, I mean, I think what we like to say is that we have a platform and a capability that we can create on demand. If it's pre-built and there's little customization possibility, you know, I think that's a different scenario where it becomes less capable of customizing it. But we love to work with innovators who come to say, this is what our need is. And we then have a working session on how that will occur. I mean, I'll give you another example where one of the fintechs we're working with said that I want to make that approval decision on the authorization that comes in you know, from the networks. And so we said, okay, yes, our platform can enable you to do that. And we will collect that information from the merchant and from the network that comes in and we'll provide to you in a very JSON data structure that is a clean data structure for you to be able to decision that. And then they realized that it's going to be a lot more you know, heavy lifting on their end to be able to do so. So they came back to us and said, well, can you do that for us before we build it? And so we said, okay, that's yeah, fine. We will create it in a way where we host it for you. We build the decisioning capability for your specific needs. But then when you're ready to take that on, we'll flip the switch. You know, so I think that's the exciting part to figure out you know, how to innovate and how to partner with our clients where they can continue to grow and they need support along the way. Absolutely. Innovating, partnering. These are the types of things where you bring that x-axis of the technology and everything it can do together with the y-axis of people and entrepreneurs that want to make things happen. The innovators who stand in this space may not always know how to get it off the ground vis-a-vis the types of things that you do. What kind of advice would you have for innovators who are out there that want to move in the direction where a company like CoreServe can help them, but aren't quite sure what the first best steps should be? Yeah, I would draw the conclusions from our own experience of founding a new company and growing with that as to what have we learned. I would say, you know, number one is you have an idea, but that idea is going to get tweaked. It's going to get changed. Be open to planning in a way that you're not stuck with just that way of doing things because you're going to come across your customers who have a need that is different and who have a pain point that you may not have addressed. So be open to listening to your customers 
you know, I think that's the best case scenario when you have customers who speak better to you and give you that feedback and help you improve your product. So be open to that. And your architecture in the technology side should be designed in a way where you're able to take that input and tweak your platform and your capabilities. Second is, I would say, as you get going, there'll always be concessions, you know, that you would provide to your early customers who go along with you and take that leap of faith and work with you in your beta platform. But in the end, you want to make sure that you have the economics in the long run that work for you from a fixed investment perspective and variable cost perspective, right? So fixed costs, you can spread across number of clients and know how many clients you need. But from a variable cost perspective, you've got to be able to manage that to a price point where you're getting profitable at some point. And so the having that line aside and even modeling through different economic and market conditions and seeing whether that model how that may be challenged. And so you can't plan for everything, but at least know where you want to get. And I always say it's easier to create a company that's unprofitable and growing very well, but it's harder to get to profitability if you haven't thought through it correctly. So yeah. I think that line of sight towards profitability is also very important. No, that line of sight is absolutely crucial. There are so many great ideas, game-changing ideas, wonderful ideas that are out there. But if the company itself can't be sustained and the people who are growing it, making it happen, can't be paid, will anybody benefit from it? You, as a company, are not going to be able to do everything. So you're going to have partners. You're going to have companies that you work with to help you succeed in the space, you know, do your due diligence and make sure you have a good relationship with your partners. Make sure you know that they have the expertise and the advice, the support structure. As you grow, they help you grow and help you with these systems that are continually evolving. I mean, we are blessed to have bank partners that really have helped us in terms of the growth and the feedback and the partnership. So it becomes difficult to unhook you know, a partnership and relationship as you scale. So think from the beginning as to who your partner is going to be to help you with some of the capabilities that you're bringing to the market. Yeah, that is absolutely a refreshing piece of wisdom to share because partnership is important when getting off the ground. A relationship implies an entirely deeper level of trust and symbiosis and working together and making things happen. On that note, I do want to acknowledge that CoreServe, you've been great friends to us at Bankadelic. We watch you and cheer you on from the sidelines and just fantastic to have you on the podcast today, Anil, and for taking time out of your busy schedule. We will do it again. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much, Lou. I really appreciate you having me on board. Anil Goyal is the co-founder of CoreServe. He is based in the Atlanta area. Be sure to look for Anil on LinkedIn.
You're listening to Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at NMD Plus, based in London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas. If you like what you've heard here, be sure to check out NMD Plus's financial technology podcast, Dave and Darm Demystify, with hosts Dave Wallace and Darmesh Mystery. Bankadelic. Sponsored by the William Mills Agency. For close to 40 years, the William Mills Agency has served hundreds of companies that provide a wide range of products and services in the banking, payments, mortgage, credit union, and related markets. The William Mills Agency is the largest provider of PR and marketing services for companies that market to the financial industry. For more information, visit williammills.com. Have you thought about how you'll gain the upper hand in your search for stellar talent? Banker Hire leverages a niche industry with uncommon insight. They're committed to finding you qualified commercial and community banking, lending, compliance, HR, retail, and wealth talent. Banker Hire prides itself on listening and solving problems. Their approach is 100% hands-on and heads-up, giving you what you need to make smart, actionable decisions. For more information, visit BankerHire.com. Quantic is the adaptive digital bank that offers entrepreneurs, immigrants, millennials, low-income families, seniors, and others innovative banking products and services which embrace the diversity of circumstances that exist in the lives of customers while elevating their financial strength. For more information, visit QuanticBank.com. That's Q U O N. T-I-C-Bank.com. Hmm. Anil Goyal really has it going on with CoreServe. Maybe I could compete with him. But if I had a business, what would I call it? Welcome to RyanServe. All the waste, none of the taste, where community banks go to restore endless paper trails. Who needs credit cards when you've got horse trading? And how about getting approved for a car loan by building the car with your own two hands? At RyanServe, friction isn't fiction, silos are boffo, and long lines are a sign of the backward times. Come visit us on our website. Oh, that's right, we don't have a website. Just look for the pile of pamphlets at the Sunday flea market, because that's where we'll be. If you can find us, Rhine serve all the waste, none of the taste. And now, Bankadelic presents Three Bullseyes. Number one. Little has changed in terms of how credit cards work, but if you look at all the feature functionality and the capabilities that have been added on credit cards. It serves as a mechanism for all kinds of use cases. Number two. I always say it's easier to create a company that's unprofitable and growing very well, but it's harder to get to profitability if you haven't thought through it correctly. So that line of sight towards profitability is also very important. Number three. Be open to planning in a way that you're not stuck with just that way of doing things because you're going to come across your customers who have a need that is different and who have a pain point that you may not have addressed. So be open to listening to your customers. 
And now, lose views. On today's episode, Anil Goyal talked about that magic moment where partnerships blossom into relationships. It's a crucial point that he made that I think bears highlighting. And here's why. Is that partnerships are the lifeblood of all business and the lifeblood of financial services and fintech operations. We get resources lined up, we find vendors, we create platforms, we arrange, we negotiate, we make things happen. Sounds pretty simple, right? Well, we need to also remember that the human element can really make things take off synergistically, like a rocket, you might say. When we look at the way that businesses grow, when relationships grow with them, we know that we're working with people who will go the extra mile, that will do more than what is asked, and who we can trust. I think about it in terms of my own field. In journalism, there are many, many, many people who can write a nifty phrase and beat a deadline. But to what extent will that person incorporate the wisdom that's gleaned from doing the activity day in and day out and listen to an editor who tells them we can do better and we can do more and here's how we do it. Relationships are that secret sauce that really drive how we do business, do it well and make things happen. It also explains why CoreServe has been doing what they've been doing for more than a decade now and really leading the charge in the payment card space. My hope is that we remember how much of a difference relationships can make because at the end of the day, we have relationships to think about too with the people whom we serve day in and day out. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. We hope you join us next time and check back in the weeks ahead as we build our podcast vault. Our producer in Chicago is Jenny Elman. Thanks again to the William Mills Agency for their generous sponsorship. Thanks to Banker Hire. Thanks also to Quantic. I'm Lou Carlozo. You can catch me on LinkedIn and at the Civil War reenactment as Abraham Lincoln. Until next time, so long. Bankadelic is a production of NMD Plus, London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas.